No, it it maybe not magical. I wouldn't go that far. I was just trying to make you feel better, but it does sound okay. You're making me feel <laughs> well, self-conscious about my hair now. Should I be waving it uh, around? Yeah, the, me playing with my hair is not a subtle message to you to do something different with your hair. Oh, okay. I didn't know if we were communicating follically now. So. <laughs> but, I'm not familiar with that you're able to do. We're uh, we're just a bunch of follictators. But hey, do you want to try the new? We can we can do a take two. I can re-intro us. Well, let, let's find out. Hold on. Okay. Let's All right. Holding on. Right here. Now these are beef, so I expect them to do okay. Okay, sounds good. All right, I'll just audio commentate. <clears throat> and obviously, if they're not good, uh, you can blame uh, the good doctor about those Beats headphones. Okay, how's the sound on your side? It actually sounds worse. I hate really? it. Really? It's gravelly. It's scratching my ears. And and worst of all, I feel like you're confined with your hair, so you can't really put it back. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Not, so most let's... importantly, but, but to be honest with you, it does sound worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre, you did it to me again. Damn it, Dre. Damn it. Just Dre. One, one moment. He let it slip. <laughs> oh, boy. How you doing? You know what? Actually, I think this sounds a little worse than the other one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. This sounds it's getting to the magical state. I feel like it is nice. I also wanted to call back when you said the good doctor and I thought mm-hmm. you meant the good doctor on NBC with that autistic surgeon. Um no, I don't think I've ever talked about that in my life. <laughs> I didn't know. You know, I I watched that show because of my wife. And so I thought maybe we we had something to bond over, some common ground here. The good wife? The good wife. The best wife. The best wife. Are you married? I am not. I uh, have a girlfriend of almost two years, three years. Shit. That almost sounded a like while. a sentence constructed by somebody that their second language is English. <laughs> I have a girlfriend of four years. Of, of many time. I, I I have 23 years and I has girlfriend of m- <laughs> many moons. Oh, all right, Bob, how oh, are you? I'm, well, I guess not good. I mean, now I'm <laughs> all out of court. I'm just, I'm really glad this is all recorded. This is a magical moment between you and I. All right. Now like... let's start. All right. All right. <clears throat> How do you want it in terms of any way you want it? That's the way you need it. Any way you want it. I can go full force or I can be subtle, more like NPR. Like, hello, everybody, and welcome to a comedy advice podcast. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is your program, correct? It is, but I like to make my guests feel comfortable. It's like, you know, when you when you invite someone in, you say, would you like tea? Would you like coffee? I have many beverages to offer. My voice is like my liquid pouring out into your mouth for mm-hmm. for your pleasure, for, to make you feel now, at home. If, if guest comfort is the priority here, we've totally destroyed that. 
especially with that analogy. I was already on rocky feet, if that's a term. Uh, <laughs> rocky feet on rocky feet with the tater references and uh follically like, i feel like we're like follic friends <laughs> <laughs> but that, anyway, that would be a good name for a podcast follic friends ah oh, you know what i mean we've got we've got the follicles the follicles sounds like the follic chronicles so it could be like the chronicles of the phallic friends but anyway, we'll talk you say about phallic friends. Uh, yeah, I let it slip. Oh, uh, that's quite the slip. That <laughs> a dangerous <laughs> slip of the tongue. Uh, anyway, hey, it, it, 2020. <laughs> it's all right, brother. <laughs> yeah, we're do, we're we're friends here. Phallic friends, not phallic friends. But anyway, everybody, mm. pay attention because the podcast is going to start. And what podcast is this? You may ask. If you don't know yet, even though you selected it or clicked on it from somewhere, it's a comedy advice podcast. My name is Stefan Satani, and I'm your host. Joining me today, he's a very funny person, podcaster, a co-host of the One Two Three Jokes podcast. Everybody, please welcome Bob Timmons. Hello. Hey, Bob. How are you, man? Good. Ah, oh, great to have you. Great to have you. Good to be here. This is great banter we're having so far. I am so proud of you for getting the audio set up in record time. It only was like 17 <laughs> minutes, I think, I had on the clock here. But uh, you're coming yeah, in. So... <laughs> Go Records ahead. can be large or small. <laughs> yeah, so. yes, exactly. The record yeah. for the, the largest amount of time. But sure. I'm, I'm really, this is not our first time meeting. This is our okay. second time meeting. I think we're going to do a drinking game for all of our viewers on YouTube where you take a drink every time Bob does or undoes his hair because it's it's going on a lot. Is there yeah. some is there an animal inside of it? Because it sounds it looks like you're trying to take it out. <laughs> it, it's like a wild animal some days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just sweaty and my hair is not doing what I want. So I'm, and I can't help but look at myself when I do these Zoom calls. So obviously, oh, I'm going to be messing with my hair. Eyes so forgive here. me for not listening at all. <laughs> if you want, since we are kind of taters, I know you haven't meditated yet. But if you want to just close your yeah. eyes while we do the podcast, or just blindfold yourself while you do the podcast. Perfect. All right. This is good. We're in a meditative state. All right, Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit about your hilarious podcast? One, two, three jokes. And Bob's asleep. All right. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. One, two, three jokes is a comedy advice podcast. It's a competitive joke podcast where Bob, Ricardo, Jeremy, Carly, and a special guest, because I think Aaron Kraft is no longer a recurring judge. Um, they get together and... I'm running out of steam here, Bob. You're going to have to pick it up. I'm on rocky feet. The feet are rocky. Well, we'll have to check the tape because I think you might have said a comedy advice podcast where we take three jokes or three stories and write jokes about them. Uh, but essentially, yes. that is the gist of it. So it's like a joke contest podcast. So myself, uh, Jeremy Martinez, Ricardo Leon, uh, we compete against each other. And sometimes we have a guest with us who will also compete. Uh, we have a newsreader, Carly Kastner, who will read the uh, three stories, and then we will say our jokes, 
and we have a judge determine who had the best show. So that's the gist of it. I, I find it very difficult to describe the show concisely. It's always like, well, you do this, and then we do this, and then we do this, and that's the show. And uh, I wish we just had like a one sentence uh, 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 synopsis, but mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. in the next seven years. You know what? I think you could do it. We can workshop it a little bit. I was thinking I'm going to try it in one sentence. One, two, three jokes is a competitive joke podcast where we bring on a guest, read stories, and then tell our jokes to see who's the best. Pretty All much. Right. All right. Okay. Well, good. That might it's be the intro of our show. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll send you the audio file. But you know what? I think that it's an awesome podcast. I was actually on the podcast and I didn't win, which I'm definitely not bitter about. Eric, a recurring person on this podcast, a comedy advice podcast, he won. But I had loads of fun. You guys are just riffers, just riffing and raffing. And I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of laughs. And then we ended up doing a double podcast where you guys jumped on a comedy advice podcast all together episode one something it'll be in the show notes if you guys want to listen to the whole gang this is like red ranger but if you have them all together for megazord you can listen to that episode but it, it just a, a great podcast and how long has it been going on for uh so our first episode was in 2013 okay um so we 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 kind of did it uh it was a bit sporadic in the first few years and only in recent years did we start doing a regular show. Right. So there are some years where we had, you know, 17 episodes in a year, you know. Uh, but now we're a little more committed, a little more uh, uh, organized. We have a better idea of how to do the show. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's tough trying to get five schedules to coincide. Uh, but I think we're starting to hit a rhythm now, so... That's fantastic. Yeah. And you guys have been consistently just blowing them out. I've been seeing because I'm subscribed. If you guys don't subscribe, please subscribe to this podcast. Uh, it's it's awesome. And you guys every week, just a new one, new guests. Uh, I think I listened to the one with Jonathan Gregory, Krista K. Yeah. You guys have just been pumping them out and it's been been awesome. So props to you guys because you're right. Getting a schedule of five people is not easy. And it's something that's been challenging for me too, especially when I get guests where they're like, oh, yeah, I can join, but like noon on Monday. And I'm like, can yeah. you do after nine to five? And they're like, no. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, uh, challenging is a word for it. I would describe it as fucking annoying. Uh, everybody seems to be the busiest people uh, I've ever met. Uh, Carly Kastner, I've seen her Google Calendar, and it's ridiculous. I'm almost positive that a lot of it's fake. She just doesn't want to do the show. Probably. Uh, but but it's just rows of commitments for Carly. So it's, yeah, I'm free uh, for this two-hour span uh, in three weeks. Well, you know what? This isn't about Carly, so we're going to stop talking about her. This is about Bob. Good, because I was I was ready to just go off. <laughs> so are you the scheduler? <laughs> Sometimes it's things that way. Oh, God. But anyway, so you do the scheduling. Do you get everyone round up the cats and then get them all together? Do you do all the work uh, is I, what I'm trying to ask? 
Um, uh, as far as scheduling goes, I'm the scheduler in the, in the essence that I say, hey, when can we record next? And then everybody throws out their free dates and times. Mm. Uh, so that's just kind of a mess. Uh, but I, I edit the show. I edit the video for the show. And uh, that's primarily, and I write jokes for the show. And uh, one of those things suffers because of the others. So, oh man, have, it depends on the week. Have you lost many around because of the uh, the other responsibilities you've have bestowed upon Probably. yourself? Probably, it's either that or uh, incompetent judging. Um, what else? Fair. I do remember a little of that going on. People just not knowing about comedy. That's a big issue when it comes to my jokes. Um, yeah, so you, usually it's other people's uh, other people's fault. So that's, that's the, the main issue. That's the best way to be able to resolve conflicts and and issues is to try and look outward and see how is the outside reacting to me, and then try and fix that through criticism, yelling, and foul language. So that's good. Yeah, fucking hey, man. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, it's definitely like, and don't get me wrong. I've looked inward, uh, didn't see any problems. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't even know why you bother, but you're pretty much perfect, Bob. Just want to cover my bases. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Fair enough. Good. Awesome. So how has it been in the old Q teen with one, two, three jokes? Have you guys had to really adapt to go zoomy or has it been easier? Um, tell me all about it. Uh, well, once I understood the question, um, <laughs> I think I, I speak I my own this. language a little bit. Taters, QT, <laughs> follicle pals. It's, yeah, you got to <laughs> keep up. It's tough. Uh, actually, it hasn't been that uh, big of a hurdle. Uh, as a matter of fact, it has been somewhat convenient uh, at times. You know, obviously, when you can't just all get together in the same room, well, it makes it much easier if, okay, I can record while I'm at work or I can record uh, uh, at, you know, it, it's it's much more convenient uh, for the logistics. Uh, so, you know, we can find the time when we're in our own home or, you know, as long as we have our cell phone, et cetera. So it hasn't really been that big a deal. Um, uh, we've been, we managed to keep our uh, release schedule fairly consistent. So. That's no hiccups awesome. as, of, as of right now. Not even any audio hiccups? Like 17 minutes of fumbling between the good doctor's headphones and wireless okay. headphones? Now, I am the guest, and I will be treated as such. I'm sorry. If I hear about these headphones again, I'll see you later. <laughs> let, me, let me just pour some piping hot tea of your choice into your mouth. <laughs> um, Bob. Well, <laughs> this is great. What about the future? Are you guys thinking Zoom is so easy, working with our schedule so nicely that we're just going to keep it up once Corona leaves, says adieu? Or you guys going to go back to the the Wild West in Carly's apartment style? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we will eventually get back in the same room because I do think we are missing something, uh, not being in the same room together. 
uh, uh, technical issues, notwithstanding like the obvious, you know, lag or, you know, uh, just not being able to have that same energy, right. you know, that we would have in the same room. Uh, it's much easier to play off of one another when I know that they're done talking or they know that I'm done talking, you know. Right. So obviously it's going to be better once we can get back in the same room. So once the virus is gone in a couple decades, yeah, we'll probably get back in there. So. Oh, perfect. It's good to have that 10-year plan. I was going to say too, I think that it is something that is, I, I love Zoom. I was very skeptical and afraid of it at first because I was thinking, oh, that energy, that just, that razzle-dazzle of the the chemistry of being in person is just gone. But it's still, there's a little bit. There's some razzle, maybe the dazzle's not there, but the one thing that's difficult is, like you said, the back and forth, the riffing, knowing when someone's done. It is tough, especially with the lag and everything like that. So then you might completely interrupt somebody, and then you feel foolish, and then they feel foolish, and then it's just the awkward silence for a minute or just two people constantly talking over each other. So I have tried to incorporate some techniques where if I want to jump in, and I'm not perfect at it yet, I want to jump in and just quickly say something. I raise my hand. My flaw, though, is I have not told any of my guests this. So I raise my hand and look like a douche. And then they're like, <laughs> do you have a question, sir? So it hasn't worked yet because communication is another thing that I I am struggling <laughs> with and working on. But anyway, um, that might be a good technique. Or if, I don't know, there might be some other ways you can ameliorate the process. But from what I've heard... You guys are pretty golden. It's a nice <laughs> Zoom. Oh, wait a it's a great, tremendous Zoom podcast. I, I hear from a lot of smart people. It's a it's a great podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I can't tell you how difficult it was for me to not do a bit and interrupt you while you were talking about being interrupted. Uh, oh, as I was like, oh, uh, mm, now I'll let him finish his thought. Oh man, that would have been a great bit. Another that good, <laughs> another good promo for the Instagram that we could have published. But, <laughs> but I wanted to ask one last question. I saw that you guys, one, two, three, jokes, has a Patreon page. So why don't you tell me and our listeners, our our little money grubbing listeners that are just ready to throw some change away, what are the benefits of this Patreon page? Well, uh, we only have one tier at the moment. It's just three bucks, which is very low. It's lower than $4 or $5. Oh, that is um, true. He makes good <laughs> sense. Uh, it's uh, for that $3 a month, you will get uh, full video episodes. So uh, on YouTube, we give you a little taste, we give you the first round, you know, mm. as kind of a uh, appetizer. And then uh, oh. if you decide to join our Patreon, you get that full video episode. And you also get bonus content that we've been filming. So we have uh, we have a couple videos. We will play Jackbox games with each other. Uh, we also have a behind the scenes. Uh, Jeremiah Martinez uh, did a little behind the scenes uh, when he was writing jokes for a recent episode. Uh, so yeah, just little uh, little bonus uh, videos that we film and uh, more uh, to come. Like we also have a cooking with Carly video that's up on YouTube. Stuff like that will will be uh, part of the bonus content. 
Oh, that's great stuff. I love it. And it's only $3? Only three. Only three. And in this economy, that's a great deal. Oh, that is a great deal. Jeez. Highway robbery. Well, that's great. I was expecting $4. I was ready to pay four fifty, but $3. If, if, you're, if you're bored after being thrown out of your house uh, due to the pandemic, I mean, this is a great buy. Three bucks. You can swing that. Do you, not, you don't have a mortgage anymore. Do you accept? Yeah. Do you accept Bitcoin or other terms of payment, or is it just dollar? Uh, uh, we only accept uh, uh, gold. Uh, so figures, only yeah, gold, uh, no cash, no. Okay. Do you accept locks of hair? I mean, it depends on the hair. Uh, so if it's the hair of a secret admirer, sure, but uh, okay. not just the regular page. Okay. We have to be a little, we have to have some standards when it comes to hair. That's fair. Yeah. Otherwise you'd have hair all over the place. That would, that would look very weird. And if the police ever stumbled across your room, they might think you're a serial killer with all these locks of love. So, okay. Definitely not the case. Nope. Absolutely not. So, um, anyway, I think it's about time to get into the self-help and advice. What do you think, Bob? Sounds good to me. Awesome. By the way, Bob, do you go by Bob, Robert? Which one do you prefer? Are you just a multiplex universe kind of guy? Yeah, that one. Uh, (laughs) Okay. uh, It doesn't really matter. I usually introduce myself as Bob, uh, but... Rick and Jeremy and them, they've known me since junior high, high school. Uh, and so they know me as Robert and will address me as such. But okay. it doesn't matter either way. Did you, you call ga- me Bert? Bert, okay. Did you did you gaga yourself after high school or college where you were just like, I'm no longer Robert? I was, I was gagaing myself since junior high. Uh, just like any time the parents were out of the house. Once puberty uh, hit, it was just gaga time. Time to gaga. Just several times a day. So oh, okay, okay, chronic gaga. You know Yeah, I, I definitely know how it is. I'm gonna gaga right after this. So anyway, maybe I'm gagaing right now. That's the beauty of Zoom. You never know. You never know. <laughs> that is troubling to hear. All right. Well, in that case. <laughs> Let's move on to the self-help so we can help you reach a better place. Maybe become the level of a nice tater and be able to reflect on the outside world. Not you because you're perfect, but let's look at the outside world and see how they can help. Yeah. All right. Well, today's episode is presented by State Bags. State Bags makes beautiful, well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social injustice. For every state bag purchase, State Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to an American child in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. State Bags has your back. And part of that commitment is making a difference in local kids' lives. To get you ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling next, State is offering my listeners 15% off their next purchase at statebags.com using the code P-O-D. That's 15% off your next purchase using the code P-O-D at statebags.com. State bags. They have your back. <clears throat> We're going to start, Bob, mm-hmm. with an inspirational quote. And that's going to help us get those creative and inspirational juices flowing in and out. So 
before we get into my in my juicy quote, I like to ask okay. my guests if they have. I don't know. This is get it. This is going from phallic to phallic. I don't know what's going on. Ah, pump the brakes. I don't know that we ever left. <laughs> that's that's true. We've been staying at the phallic station, and that train is just running. But do you have any inspirational quotes that you'd like to share with me in the audience? <laughs> um, I don't know if inspirational is the right word, but there's definitely uh, a quote. Now I'm wondering if it's even a quote. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, but the sentiment. Uh, it's, it's, I grew up a wrestling fan. Uh, <laughs> it's just a feeling so that you're going to recite like a anger, excitement. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. Um, <laughs> but, uh, there was a wrestler back in the, back in the day named Johnny Valentine. Hmm. And, uh, the, he was reported to have said, you know, I can't make them believe wrestling is real, but I can make them believe that I'm real. So that's something that always stuck with me. And I think you can apply that to various things. Uh, so I always took it as kind of a, you know, no matter what's happening around you, you can always stay true to yourself and you can always express yourself as you would like others to see you, you know, um, something to that effect. Uh, but again, I don't know if that's the quote or, but that is like the gist of what he said. You know, wow. and I kind of keep that in mind uh, when it comes to uh, creative stuff, like, you know, writing jokes, things like that. You know, and I always, I usually do, when I do comedy, I'm trying to you know, express to the audience, try to give them a sense of who I am, you know, uh, even if that who I am to them is very silly or stupid. You know, it's like, there it is. It's out there and open. God, well, that's, I, I, I don't know if it was the exact quote or not, but I think you gisted it really well. And that's a surprisingly deep quote and profound. And I really like that. I'm glad that our listener, well, I don't know. It might be too serious for the podcast. So I'm going to have to cut that part out. But it was, it was nice. God, I love that. A little different perspective yeah. instead of a, uh, Instead of all that flowery bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. All right. Well, good. Well, we've also, I have a quote here. It's by Inspirobot. And Inspirobot's not a person or a wrestler. It's actually a robot that uses AI. <laughs> those are those two choices, I believe. <laughs> yeah. It's not any inspirational guru like a scientist or a wrestler. It's actually a robot. <laughs> and it uses AI to take some of the wisest words known to man. And then kind of like pile drive them together into an inspirational quote now you're speaking my language all right yeah here we go all right all right i'll go and matthew mcconaughey there for a second <laughs> but we're going to try and decipher the quote this week inspirebot says <clears throat> we don't stop bullying because we get old we get old because we stop bullying mm. <laughs> Very true. Like you don't see any old people bullying anybody. So fact, fact, old people don't bully because they're, I don't, old. I don't know. I don't know anybody who's had any sort of abusive parents or grandparents or uh, aunts, uncles, etc. Anybody 
who's an adult, I'm pretty sure they don't bully at all. So, not at all. Yeah, because that that doesn't exist. But you're in a school. I feel like bullying might be prominent there. That's a hot spot for bullying since there are no adults except for you. And sure. well, I guess I don't know, maybe just you. But yep, I, it's just me over here. I didn't have a question. I guess it was just more of an observation. <laughs> but uh, did. Yeah, I mean, like there is bullying here because, you know, I'm young at heart, uh, so I will bully the hell out of these kids. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking like, you know, push them in the mud, uh, throw rocks at them, uh, tell them they stink, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the good stuff. The occasional wedgie and the swirly. Is it called a swirly? <laughs> I Well, you're, you're referring to someone being tipped upside down and uh, dunked into a toilet. And then flushing oh, it. I was talking about this swirl ice cream because the people, if they're like, I like chocolate, then you get them both. And they're like, oh, I don't like vanilla. But yeah, that one sounds way meaner. I like that. You, you really shifted gears in the middle of our discussion here. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Sorry. I, I swirled, I guess you could say. Did I, did I do a swirly? You, you could say, <laughs> I suppose. You could say anything. Quite <laughs> that frankly. is true. That is true. I'm just a swirly guy, just a big old swirly tater. But, <laughs> but I think, I think what InspireBot is trying to say here, we don't stop bullying because we get old. We get old because we stop bullying. Maybe that's what, you know, you made the point of old people not bullying. Maybe old people do bully and that's their way to stay young. Like my grandpa would always call me a little turd and he would give me swirlies, which was the swirl ice cream because I hate chocolate. So he'd just say that to fuck with me. And then he died when he was like 95. So I think he was like almost forever young. And then he stopped bullying. One day he was like, I love you. Dead. So <laughs> goodbye. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, it's exactly. So maybe bullying is like the Neutrogena of or the Olay of the soul. It could be because I've I, I think that my bullying has accelerated as I've gotten older. Like I'm creeping up on 40 years old now. What? Uh, I mean like I still got a few years, but I'm I'm 36. So, I'm 29, but, but I'm real close to 40. I'm on the other side of okay, got it, got it. I'm certainly closer than you. Uh I don't mean to brag. But barely, barely, barely. But you know what? People ask, what's the secret? And you're like, bullying. That's what I do. <laughs> they ask me what the secret is. I punch them in the stomach. So <laughs> Give them a swirly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I ain't talking about the ice cream. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's great. You, I am so sorry. I interrupted. My hand is now down. Please proceed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I had any more. <laughs> That's what my grandpa said after he gave you the swirly ice cream. But moving on, I feel like we have gotten super inspired. Our juices are coursing and we're ready. You, yes. you, you got to stop saying juices. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and put the kibosh on that one. All right. Okay. No more, that's, no more juices. 
That's fair. That's fair. We've got those fluids flowing, so we're going to move on into the question. Much, much. <laughs> We've got our first question. This is from Reddit. It's found by our fan, Turner. Thank you, Turner. It says, how to make a cat like someone? My mom loves my cat, but the same can't be said the other way around. I really want them to love each other because the cat can't stop following everyone around. But once she comes in the room, she darts away. I don't know why. I feel bad for her, and I need some advice. That's the hmm. question. So how do we make Bob? Now, how do we make Bob? But Bob, how do we make a cat and a mom love each other? Uh, well, first, ew. Uh, <laughs> and second, I that's a tricky one because... You know, cats are very intuitive creatures, so it's very possible that this woman sucks. Um, I don't know that for sure. Uh, but if that's the case, then it's going to be very difficult to bring these two together. So the obvious answer would be to, you know, stuff tuna into pockets and uh, behind their ears, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, oh. So, you know, wherever you can put some fish, you're, you're golden. Okay, yeah, good old sneaky tuna will do the trick. I like that. I'm I'm sorry to get it right on the first go, but, you know. You know what? Sometimes this happens. You get a prize, actually, at the end, a new car. But we'll just move on to the next question. But, no, I think you're you're right. You could just do some tuna in the pockets, rub some catnip on the hip, so that way kitty-like and they'll be very happy together. I was thinking find some common ground between the mother and the cat. I don't know if like okay. mom and cat both like naps, but like maybe put them together for nap and then but not like weird. Oh, <laughs> not weird. No, not a weird one. Me too. Um so talk to the cat is what I'm saying. See what the cat likes, see what the mom likes and then they'll and figure I it think, out. I think I think yes weird. Because that's where you're going to find the people that you really connect with is on the weird shit. So get weird with that cat and see what, uh, yeah. That's true. That's very true. You, I mean, you and I bonding right over those juices and mouth tea and taters and follicle friends. So, yeah, it's interesting how people see things very differently. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see if Bob ever talks to me again after we hang up on this podcast. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. All right. Moving on to the next question. This one is from Quora. It's found by our fan Francisco. Thank you, Francisco. It says, I cry too much. I simply cry for everything, and I'm starting to notice how uncomfortable it makes the people around me. I don't have a reason for crying most of the time. I just feel an overwhelming feeling and just cry? I wish I was one of those people that never cry and cry once a year. How do I get to that point? Although I don't know what's worse, crying too much or not at all. Any advice is appreciated. <laughs> Thank you. I added that little part at the end. <laughs> you really got into the character. I really, God, I felt like this was me five years ago after I stopped bullying and just start to get old and <laughs> you, you just cry. That's where the emotions go. But yeah. maybe one suggestion, stop saying cry. 
I feel like you're saying cry and you're giving yourself subliminal messages that you're going to cry. So maybe um, use instead of cry, just say laugh. I laugh too much. Just saying the word laugh makes me want to laugh. I giggle too much. I chortle <laughs> a lot. I'm a chronic chortler. And I feel like changing your language really changes your attitude. And so if you stop saying cry, maybe you will stop crying. It's like people saying, I can't do this or it's impossible. It's just, I haven't done it yet. And it puts you in the mindset. I think I'm on a roll of something actually good here. So I'm going to keep going. It, it helps you actually achieve that thing. So stop saying cry. I didn't, I didn't mean to get so right on in this one. We're, we're really good at this, Bob. You and I. If, if I just to understand, uh, you're, you're saying uh, to this person, uh, just stop it. Stop it. Yeah, just stop, stop it. it. Just stop yeah. it. That's exactly. You know all that crying that you're doing. It, it, cut it out. Just, uh, just that's enough. Please stop. Please. No, it's not better. even please. You need to stop. Yeah. B. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know that that crying. Uh, no more. Do something else. <laughs> a, a tough. I'm and like I, a Tony I, Robbins here. Stop. Stop crying. <laughs> what are you doing? Just I can't do it's, Tony Robbins, but. I mean, that's basically it. He's, he's just a big white guy with big teeth. And then... yeah, it's like a fucking horse of a man. Stop it. <laughs> ar, ar, ar. Yeah. So <laughs> they were, we're bullying a, a, a motivational speaker. That's why we're so young. That's why we look so young. Uh, and, and I'm almost 50. So. <laughs> I, I am 64 years old and I, I just barely a wrinkle on the face. <laughs> It's all that bully. I, I, I think it's interesting that this person said it's making the people around them uncomfortable, uh, which leads me to believe that they they don't excuse themselves when they start to have these fits. They just oh, sit they... there with their group of friends or family and just start crying and just like, here it goes. I'm, I'm, you guys are going to see this oh. uh, and I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, I can see that you're uncomfortable, but I refuse to leave the room. Uh, so, yeah, deal with it. God, you might be right. I mean, there are certain moments that you just have to keep private into yourself or else it's going to be uncomfortable to other people. Like if you're going <laughs> to gaga yourself, you got to make sure you're hold off when you're going to cry, cry yourself, which is my term for crying now is you got to uh, make sure that you you excuse yourself and you leave and you do that in private. And, you know, like nobody's perfect. Like I used to just masturbate right in front of people and they would get really uncomfortable. <laughs> I, but, you, I think, you know, I, you learn these things as you go, you know, and then it's just little by little. It's like, okay, I'm getting horny. So I'll just go to the, uh, uh, I'll go behind the door. Uh, I, I, I'm just, yeah. excuse me while I use the, the yeah. porta potty over there. It's right. It's true. I feel like whenever... The, the it's the juice rule every time that you're about to release some sort of juices you gotta seek privacy sure <laughs> <laughs> I, I i agree with the sentiment the verbiage uh i think could be improved um but uh i think we agree yes yes whenever you're seeping or weeping don't go 
Mm, I'll finish that one later. I feel like it's a it's a it's got the crack of a a nice Dr. Seuss rhyme just waiting on the tip of my tongue, but I, I wouldn't say a nice Dr. Seuss rhyme, but <laughs> certainly Seussian. So, yeah, Seussian. There you go. Yeah, All right. maybe, well, maybe one of his rejected books. <laughs> a first draft. Okay. All right. Well, I'll workshop that. Leave it on the side. Let's go on to the last question. The last question is from Reddit. It's found by our fan, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. It says, how can I convince my parents to... Hold on. How can I convince my parents to adopt a puppy? I'm thinking that's the age of which the the question asker is. That is how many years (laughs) the question asker has. (laughs) It's a a very golemy uh 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 interpretation <laughs> i want a puppy precious <laughs> puppy go rough <laughs> yeah you're right it did kind of go kind of gollumy <laughs> there should uh just, just a tad gollumy um, what are you going to name the dog there our taters precious <laughs> and back to the taters <laughs> um, uh yeah <laughs> back to the fucking taters jesus are you okay bob do you want to just quit now is this too much for you i feel no if anything like that just reassures me that we're on the right track you know so oh thank god the the fact that this all came together like it did it's like it was scripted yeah i mean definitely not scripted i don't know i I (laughs) thought this was like a piece of paper but now it looks real weird i pulled out a, a tissue and once again, yeah. very fitting with the subject matter that we've been <laughs> Too fitting. This is too, I'm going to have yeah. to block this part out, censor the whole video on that scene. Back to the puppy, though. Did you uh-huh. ever have to convince your parents for a puppy or some sort of domesticated creature? I, uh, I didn't really want any pets growing up. Uh, I didn't. Okay. I like animals. I like dogs. I like cats and all that, but I just didn't want to take care of them uh so yeah i never no uh, yeah i never really wanted any pets. i'm gonna go ahead and just say i'm just gonna go ahead and say bob you're a good person because i feel like there are loads of people that want a pet so badly that they will neglect it maybe not to an abusive point but they'll neglect it maybe emotionally and they just don't they're not up to snuff on how to take care of a pet really, really well. And so recognizing that and that not getting a cat and not adopting anyone that are on death row or anything, it's fine. They're going to be in a better place in heaven. That This got dark. No, God. You're a good person. Let's just rewind to that part. You're really good, Bob. But uh, if... Yeah. I was I was just gonna say I was the other type of person that begged my parents for a dog and I was gonna I'll just give you the advice that I did because this got me the dog lie just lie and say anything your parents want to hear this will get you this is good advice for just life in general there's a moment when people are going to decide whether they should give you something or not whether it's a raise whether it's a dog, whether whatever it is, a coffee, a bite of their sandwich. And what you have to do is you have to lie 
And you use that moment and you tell them, I will take care of that dog. I will accept additional responsibilities. I will not give you herpes. I mean, all of these things that you tell them that allow you to get the bite of the sandwich, the bite of that paycheck, the dog, that is is crucial to this. So I did lie to my parents and I said, I will take care of this dog. I will accept I extra responsibilities. I will not give you herpes. And, uh, you know, it, it got me the dog. And I was happy for a brief moment of time. Well, I, I think one thing we can determine here is that you um, give a lot of good advice on this show. Stop <laughs> doing what you're doing. Uh, lie. Um, I think that's the, the, the basic tenement. And take show. a nap with angry cats. I think that was <laughs> the other one. Sure. And I hate to go back to the verbiage of the question, but like, does this person want to, does this person want the puppy or do they want their parents to adopt a puppy, to like have a puppy? You know what I mean? Like, how old is this person? Oh, shit. Maybe they're an adult. Maybe I read it all wrong. And how can I convince my parents to adopt a puppy? And they're actually an adult. They're worried about their parents being old and frail because their parents have stopped bullying a long time ago. And now they need a puppy to help raise their spirits. Because I I took in a dog some years ago. I found a dog on the street and I took him in to find him a new home. And my grandparents, they would have been perfect to have this dog. This dog would have been a great fit for them. Give them something to do besides gripe at each other. And uh, they did not take the dog. They they did not take the dog, uh, even though they wanted desperately to take the dog. And it drove me nuts. Uh, I was like, we'll take the damn dog then. And they're like, yeah, we we can't take care of the dog. I was like, what are you talking about? You guys don't do anything. (laughs) you don't do shit gram grams take the fucking dog they literally don't do anything so it's like here's this dog you really like take the damn dog and they would not have it and uh, it drove me crazy so if that's the situation this person's in uh just throw that dog into the house and let them be because if that if they get rid of the dog that's on them It's, it's your problem now that is a great, great slab of advice. I love that. Dump the responsibility directly on their door. Because all the movies that you see where the people, what was it, um, Two Men and a Baby with Mustache, where they oh, they answered the door and there was the baby at the door. They're like, well, I can't throw it away. I'm going to have to take care of it. So if you just leave it in a basket on the front door, ring it, run, they'll see the dog, and then they'll say, I yeah. got to take care of it. Responsibility bestowed. But this is all situational. So if you want the dog, lie. If you want to give your parents a dog, put it in a basket on their doorstep and bounce. Which I guess is also lie. Because unless you tell them, hey, it's from me, you're like, oh, you the dog showed up on your doorstep? Wow. So, I mean, overall, whatever you do, lie. I think that's really important. So yeah, lying lying is a really gray area. You know, it's hard to tell what's a lie and what isn't. So I'm pretty sure you're in the clear. So. 
Exactly. I mean, when you're lying, you have to think about if you're actually lying. Maybe it's just stretching that that very elastic truth. I mean, lie, truth, lies, it's all a spectrum. So I feel like there's not really anything that's just a straight up lie. I'm I'm pretty sure there's not even there aren't even dictionary definitions for lying and telling the truth. So I think you're right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think lies were made up by the um, by King Henry VIII to be able to just find an excuse to execute people. So, I, is that the truth? Is that a lie? I have no fucking clue. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know. And so you can just go and lie now and see what happens. Take it from me. Lie, and the the only place. Where there were lies was in Jim Carrey's Liar Liar, which was a bullshit. One of his worst movies because they were like, oh, you shouldn't lie. Did you see? And, I didn't uh, see. And film is just one big lie. So, yes. None of that shit's real. Exactly. So, I mean, just lie. I th- if, if there's anything that you should be taking from this podcast, it's lie. Lie through your fucking teeth lie give yourself cavities with all those sweet lies that you're spewing because you're (laughs) i like a nice savory lie mm, okay savory lies are good yeah a little i like that umami lie Mm, oh yeah non-gmo umami lies they're so they're so tender on the taste buds and less caloric so this is great sure maybe (laughs) oh god well I think we've we've spewed out as much advice as we can give. I'm empty. I, I have defluided myself. So I feel like this is a perfect spot to end. But before we do, Bob, first, thank you for joining me and and putting up with all of my nonsense and haberdashery. Uh, likewise, thank you for having me and dealing with my uh, audio snafus. And hopefully uh, you can hear what I'm saying throughout this podcast um oh i mean i didn't record it this was just for you and me this was just us oh yeah well this this was a good exercise (laughs) yeah this was actually a warm-up i'll press record in a little bit and then we'll do the real thing now now that i'm full-on sweating (laughs) let's do this thing studies show that a glistening guest gets better numbers so um, they, they tend to share more but Anyway, no, just see, I lied there and see what it did. Humor. We laughed. We chuckled. So lie, people. But anyway, tell some truth here, Bob, and tell us about what you've got going on, what you want to plug. Where can people find you, your podcast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Well, you can find our podcast anywhere that you find podcasts. So if you're a fan of this show, you can uh, find our show on the same platform that you're listening to this show. Uh, so we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's see. We're also on YouTube. You can watch some of our video content there. Uh, everything's going to be one, two, three jokes all spelled out. Um, so it should be fairly easy to find. Nice. Uh, we have a Patreon, as we talked about earlier. So just three bucks a month. Get access to full video episodes and bonus content, which happens each and every month. So that's nice. always fun. Uh, la, 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 la. We 
we did have a monthly live show that hopefully we'll be able to resume once everything has cleared up. So once that uh, comes back, uh, we'll be sure to tell you on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram. And yeah, I think that's about it. Nice. Okay. Well, if you're ever missing anything, just let me know and I will add it to the show notes and all that's going to be in the show notes. So you can just click or just search. If you, if you are listening to this on a podcast platform, you fucking moron, just type in one, two, three jokes. And I, I'm, I love you. Thank you so much for joining and listening, but I need to stay young. So I am doing my bullying, my daily dose. And it's on you guys, you pieces of shit. What are you doing? Listen, wait, you wasted like 45 minutes listening to nothing but fluid conversation, but that turned it, into it a was double on top. Very fluid conversation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, very fluid, very... <laughs> well, thank you, Bob. And thank you listeners. I do really love you. Not like send locks of hair, love you, but I, I want to, I would embrace you in a hug. Love you. I don't know if that's much better, but anyway. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Bob. And we will talk at you next time. Bye-bye. Pew, 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 pew. All right. Or that fluid we were talking about. <laughs>